Hello, and welcome back to Energy Futures, the podcast where we explore different perspectives on the future of energy. Today, we're with Tosin Joel, geologist and energy industry veteran, now working on the future of energy. All right, Tosin, thank you so much for joining us here on Energy Futures. We've got Tosin Joel with us coming from Italy by way of Nigeria to talk about all things future of energy. So Tosin, why don't you get us started with a little bit on your background and what brought you to the energy space in the first place? Sure. I graduated as a geologist and I started working uh, really early as a geologist, just researching uh, location of hydrocarbon, mainly working with big multinationals. It's been really rewarding for me. So what really led me to work in energy is my curiosity. So... (laughs) As a young girl, I was very curious. I wanted to travel. I wanted to see the world. I wanted to see different places. And geology gave me the room, the space to do that. So it's a mix of adventure and curiosity. It's amazing. I love my female geologist friends. I feel like there's just a spirit of exploration there that you don't see in many other places. So very happy that you had that curiosity and you took it into energy. So... To go on to easy questions, based on everything you've seen in your time in the energy world, what do you think the future of energy looks like? When we talk about the future now, so we're talking about a mix of social responsibility, economic responsibility, and also answering back to stakeholders. The future of energy is going to be really innovative. There's a lot of demand right now for clean energy reduction of carbon emission, all this call for continuous innovation. It's a sink and swim situation. How are you innovating yourself? How are you differentiating yourself? How can you optimize and make sure that you can make the best in terms of time to market? How can you reduce CAPEX and then make sure that you are still maximizing profits for the stakeholders? How can you do it in a socially responsible manner? So keeping a balance of all this in the ecosystem is going to be what the future will be about. It's not going to happen without a blend of innovation. Innovating and agile way of working. So that's the future. The future is about collaboration, innovation. I love that. The collaboration, the innovation of it all is so important particularly when you throw all of those different stakeholder interests in the mix. I mean, climate change is a problem that is facing everyone, no matter where you are or what socioeconomic bracket that you're in, it's a problem. And, you know, how you balance that with the fairly insatiable demands for energy around the world is going to be really interesting. In the conversations that you've heard, what's something that you think people agree on to start with there when it comes to the future of energy? Well, I mean, what we agree on is that we both need to take action. So what the action is going to be, then it means different things to different people. But we can both agree that we need to change a bit our attitude. We need to change a bit our norm. We need to adapt in a way that will be in the future possible for our kids and kids' kids to see the planet of tomorrow, we need all stakeholders on board. 
That is the truth. When you hear these conversations about the future of energy, it's easy to oversimplify what it takes to deliver energy to the world. But as you're hearing things from those different stakeholder groups, what do you think people often, you know, either overlook or underestimate when everybody has their, you know, I have the silver bullet answer to solving the future of energy? And this is a very important question because the hands of exchanging. I see it more as a lifestyle practice. But right now, right now, letting people be aware that this is what we are planning to do. This is the future we are creating. I think that the energy will continue to evolve. So now there will still be a big chunk of the fossil fuel. This will gradually reduce in the coming years, over the coming years. But we need to be prepared to be able to adapt to the lifestyle. So true. It's amazing to think about how much energy really underpins everything in modern life. So to have really material changes, it has to be both in how people use energy, but also how it's produced. When you think about your career, what's been the biggest change that you've seen in the energy landscape on the production side, and even as a personal consumer of energy? What's changed the most? in your time with uh, the energy majors? Oh, wow, a lot. I can't talk about resources, colleagues, changing scenarios, up and down situation of the business, the difficulty in predicting. So I think the biggest challenge is also the ability to predict. Like a hey, COVID-19, no one could predict that this could happen and shock the whole of the world. So instances like this that happen maybe once in a lifestyle hopefully <laughs> they are hard to predict so COVID-19 definitely has been the biggest change I've ever seen within the energy landscape we saw it all things we never thought to see in our lifestyle right? so that means that we can adapt our ability to adapt our ability to evolve our ability to better prepare for instances, uncertain things, deviation from the normal that we plan for, those are the things that will really keep us differentiated. Yeah. If you were to think about everything that you're doing and everything you're working on, what would be one thing that you that you wish people would do more of to help solve or at least advance a little bit the future of energy and this energy transition that we find ourselves in right now? Three things. One, continuous innovation. So I think that we all have to have the entrepreneurial spirit within us. Innovating better ways to do it, quicker ways, an efficient way to do it, a simpler way to do it, ways to do it and make life of people much more easier, and collaboration, ways to invent better, faster, quicker, agile way of working, which leads me to the second point, collaborations, bringing on board stakeholders that involves policymakers, that involves top management, that involves every single collaborators in the company, carrying people along on the vision, the mission, and what needs to be achieved. This way you get things done. And finally, socioeconomic and environmental responsibility. It does go a long way in achieving every single thing and they they make the work really easy now if any of those three components are ignored then even the simplest thing can get complicated in a very short time 
innovation, alignment around vision, social responsibility. I mean, you've hit it all and really highlighted why this is such a complicated problem. So Tosin, thank you so much. I can't wait to see how you help to advance this energy future. Stay tuned because we're always open to solve more problems. Here's to solving big and interesting problems. We will be watching closely. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to our first season of Energy Futures. We've covered a lot of ground and started to highlight why this question of the future of energy is so challenging. From the technology we'll need to power the world, to the financing it will take to build a new energy infrastructure, to the spirit of innovation and collaboration that's needed to imagine a different future and figure out how to get there. There has never been a more exciting time to be working in energy. Look out for season two of Energy Futures starting next week, where we'll talk to a set of leaders and innovators who are working to accelerate this energy transition.